Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Okay, so good evening. This is my first time ever doing a podcast, and uh, my name is Coco. And I'm just going to be, you know, welcoming my new family, hopefully. You know, starting a podcast is a new thing for me. It takes me outside of my comfort zone. Hopefully it makes people laugh or entertains them or whatever we're going to do. Don't exactly know how I'm going to edit this yet, but I think I just want to let it play and just have a natural vibe to it so that it feels like I'm just sitting here talking with you guys one-on-one. Um, so it'll be loosey goosey. I don't know that I'm going to have a construct yet. I don't know that I'm going to have a focus yet of what I want to talk to you about, but I do just want to sit and talk to you for a little bit. Don't exactly know how long it'll go. Maybe it'll go for half an hour. Maybe it'll go for an hour. Depends on my mood or what kind of notes I took. Um, but, uh, one of the things I want to jump into today that really just blows my mind is that relationships can be tricky. Now, I say that, and I want you to hear what I'm saying to you. Relationships can be tricky. Let me turn this off behind me so that you can hear what I'm saying. What, what I mean by that is it's very hard to navigate the path of a relationship, and sometimes it can go one of two ways. You guys can either be together for a while, get married, have kids, have all that, the white picket fence, the big house, everything you want in life everything you ever dreamed of when you were a little kid growing up. It can also end in just a really bad, messy breakup because no breakup is ever a good one. It just ends up being good later if you guys still continue to be friends. So one of the things that I think is important to warn you of is that every now and then when someone gets emotional, they curse. So if it happens that I curse, I apologize. Maybe this is not something you should listen to at work on the speaker. But um, I want to congratulate those people who are still in relationships who can make that, you know, strength or have the strength, excuse me, to move forward with it and be together for a really long time. So let's get into it a little bit. So I notice a lot that people like to post their relationships on social media. No problem. Nothing wrong with that happy for you, this and that. My issue is when you guys break up and you guys don't tell us what's up, we watched most of your relationship happen. We were part of your relationship. We were a part of everything you guys did. Every party you guys went to, every baby shower you went to, every family event that you guys took pictures at. Where did it go? Where did it go? Because then you guys start deleting pictures and posting that you're single and everybody wants to holla and everybody's in your DMs. Everybody's sending nudes or whatever, whatever, maybe not nudes, but you know what I'm saying. You went from being desired by one person to desired by everybody and we want to know where the relationship went. We want to know what you're doing now. Why did you guys break up? Where is my story? Where is my story? I was a part of your relationship, too, for however long we were friends, and I just wanted to know what made you guys break up. I think it's a valid question. 
But for those who do make it on Facebook and post their beautiful relationships and post pictures of their kids and their families together and get married, and you get to be in on that on Snapchat, you're going to be dancing it up while you're watching them dance at their wedding and, you know, cry when they cry, laugh when they laugh, welcome their child, all that. That's beautiful. I think that's beautiful. I don't think there's anything more beautiful in this world than sharing that with everybody, with having an audience. I think that's amazing. I am so thankful that so many of my friends are showing their relationships, screenshotting their texts to each other that make us all want to throw up. <laughs> Sometimes I do want to throw up. But other times I'm like, yeah, boo got it. Boo got a boo. That's basically it. My boo has a boo. Because you all know that your girlfriends are your boos. Your girlfriend is your boo. And if she's not, you lying. Because she is. That's it. I have two very special boos in my life. They're the greatest. I have the smallest circle right now, and I'm so okay with that. Whenever we do things together, it's very planned out. Anyway, getting off topic. So Facebook relationship announcements. When you get into a relationship and we don't know where this person came from, I'm a little offended. Aren't we Facebook friends? Shouldn't we know every little thing? Because that's what people do now. If they go to the bathroom, they post it. If they walk two seconds and start sweating, they post it. If they just, you know, holding a beer at a bar, spinning around on Snapchat, they post it. Everybody's posting something. Like, I need people to get real and not post your whole life. I have literally just stopped doing this because living in the moment is much more precious than me sharing it with everybody. So back to my point about where did this person come from in the relationship? I get it. I do get it. But I still want to be in because I'm nosy. I'm very nosy. I will always ask questions. I am one of the nosiest people you know. Because I will text someone something that I probably shouldn't even have texted them and been like, well, I want to know because I'm nosy. (laughs) Another thing I find interesting is when people who have been in relationships that have blocked you on social media unblock you and now you can see everything. Not everything, though. The interesting part about that is you don't get to see everything because they erased it. I recently saw someone from way back when came out the woodwork, not messaging me or anything, but unblocked me on Instagram. But he unblocked me on Instagram and then deleted pictures from a relationship they were in. Like, really? I don't really care what you've been doing. We have mutual friends, though, so I know you've been busy the past year and a half. How stupid and sketchy are you that you can't even be honest and post things? Just leave it up. I'm curious as to where you went for that year and a half. Not that I should care. But it's interesting. You are like a ghost. You were brought back to life. It is the craziest thing to me. (laughs) So the speculation behind it is always to see what the person's next move is. What's your next move? You thought that you were going to come back and no one was going to have any questions? I have so many questions. But I'm not going to ask it because that's what you're looking for. You are looking for someone to take the bait. It's not going to be this fish. Not going to be this minnow. Or whatever you think you're going to catch with that fake garbage. Anyway, so I've asked people about this situation. Now, the men believe that the person is trying to see who is going to bite at the fact that they're back on social media and posting pictures and such. First of all, it's not even the fact that they came back. It's the way they did it. How do you post two things in 24 hours? Relax. 
just post one. You don't have to be like, I'm back. No, wait, I just want to let you know I'm back. We know. Everybody you unblocked knows. Everybody who can now see your page knows. Like, be easy. Like, (laughs) females, my female friends that I've asked have also said the same thing. That they disappeared because they were in a relationship and they didn't want to, you know, feel ashamed of it or anxious about you messaging them. Like, what is this? Who is she? Da da da. I don't really care who the person is. I'm glad you found someone. Apparently, it didn't work out because you are still crazy. That's the conclusion I have from it. That person is still crazy. That's why they're back on social media. Because they need an outlet. They need to find their next date. If you heard that car in the background, I'm so sorry. I live on a busy street. So another thing that I learned, going back to relationships a couple weeks ago, I believe, my friend sent me the craziest scenario I've ever heard in my entire life, which is, I'm not naming names because that's not how this is going to go, but this person found out from the side piece, that their significant other was cheating on them. The the side piece showed up to the place where they live and spilled everything. I think that's interesting. That's a lot of balls on that chick. (laughs) How do you do that? That's so crazy. I don't think I could ever do that. First of all, I would never be a side piece. Um, Second of all, that's ballsy. That chick has some cojones on her and I say it like that even though I'm Spanish because I think it's funny um you don't have to think it's funny but I do um I think it's so funny that you know she just shows up there and then just sits and waits for the person the cheater to get home and now not only that but now she thinks that counseling is gonna save their relationship like the person admitted to being sick that they're a sick individual because this is what they do. I don't know that counseling is going to work because he talked to you and convinced you to stay with him, which I think is crazy and super manipulative of someone taking advantage of another person with another person. Like that has me so, that's so outrageous to me how you can just do that. Like what kind of conversation is that to have? Don't leave me. I'm sick. If you're sick, go to a doctor. That's all. Just go to a doctor. You can't say you're sick because of a behavior that you've done repeatedly to a person. That's so manipulative. It, it's upsetting. And I know I keep saying this word over and over again, but I want people to understand that this kind of stuff is being condoned by someone who has no self-esteem. There is no self-esteem there. If I find out that someone's cheating on me, they're done. That's it. You're done. Dumped in the garbage and set on fire. That's it. Disclaimer, none of my exes are dead. But that's crazy to me how this is going to work. That you think that... This is, never mind that. Like, just, just the fact that this person has children and is just allowing this person to portray these characteristics around them it just it boggles my mind like that this is what you're choosing to do with your time and showing your children that this is okay whether or not it's happening in front of them is 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 not the thing the thing is is dump him focus on your children never mind that extra drunk you don't need any drama from a man when you have other priorities i'm not trying to be preachy or anything 
I could never do that. I could never put my child in such a headspace, like in such a way that, you know, my characteristics are affecting my behavior with my kids because I'm so concerned about what this person's move is. Because when someone cheats on you, you're wondering what they're doing when they're not with you. Because that's exactly what was happening when they weren't with you. They were with someone else. And that's crazy to me because I should not be wasting my time nor the headspace of wondering where my significant other is. Like, while we're not together. Like, this is crazy to me. And, you know, I, I looked up some research because I really wanted to know if this actually, if therapy actually works for relationships after someone cheats. And the craziest thing that I read off of this website, it's called goodtherapy.org. Learn about issues, well, learn about therapy issues, infidelity. I went on this website I'm trying to give them credit for it because I didn't take any of this information. I don't plagiarize. That's crazy. I was taught that in English class when I was really, really young, and I would never do that to anybody because I don't believe in stealing other people's work. I think that this is the craziest thing I've ever read in my lifetime. The question posed at the end of this page is, why does infidelity feel inevitable? And it says the first sentence of this paragraph says, some researchers point out that monogamy is not common in nature. They say it is instead a construct of human beings. So wait a minute. So what you mean to tell me is from those two sentences, excuse me, not just one, two sentences, is that monogamy is a human construct. Because apparently we don't mate to just be with one person is basically what it's saying. This is what the rest of the paragraph says. It says it may conflict with the biological desire for multiple partners. Despite this, many people continue to aspire to such ideals. Me, I think that, you know, marriage and children is definitely in my future. I want that. That's what I want. I want to love one person for the rest of my life, have their children, do the whole, I'm going to be 80 with a whole bunch of grandkids, you know, hold each other's hands, die together like the notebook. I want that. That's what I want. This person, on the other hand, who is cheating, does not really, is, you know, getting into their primal brain, which is, let's just stick it to whatever. Like, that's crazy. How is it that people's minds don't link up like that? And that's why there's, I feel like there's infidelity and there's always someone searching for something else because the two right people are not together yet. And if you heard that clang together, that was by two rings. And it says that despite this, many people continue to aspire to such ideals. They act like that's such a small percentage of people, which really makes me sad. (laughs) Many cultures demand sexual fidelity by harshly punishing those who stray. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, it doesn't have to be harsh, just break up or divorce or whatever, because people in my generation think that that's something that should be done all the time. I feel like that's why that divorce rate is so high. People are getting married way too young, way too young. Now I'm 30. Some people out there listening to this might think that that's too young to get married, but I think I'm getting a little old. (laughs) I think that's a little old. (laughs) I think it's I think it's interesting. This this whole page, this website is just really interesting to me because I had never thought to look up any kind of statistics in in relationships of what fidelity means. Infidelity is unfaithfulness in a marriage or relationship. And if you don't know that already, like come on, man, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
everybody has their levels of infidelity too. Apparently on this site here, it says one person may not see their partner's viewing of pornography as cheating. Some people do. You ever saw that movie Don John with, um, what is his name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Scarlett Johansson. It was a wild movie. She did not like the fact that he watched pornography. He was heavily addicted to that, which I think is interesting. Because even though he was still watching that stuff and, you know, doing his thing to it, he was still able to, you know, sleep with her. And I think that's amazing. I think he has, like, the stamina of, like, the Hulk probably. But if you've seen any of those movies, you know that he can't get too excited. Otherwise, you know, boom, Hulk smash. Anyway, I just I just don't get it. I don't get why it is so hard for us to be in relationships lately. It's really mind-boggling and... I really do want to applaud people who do get to cross that finish line and, you know, have kids and have the nice party and all this stuff. And I think it's amazing. I think people are amazing for taking that, um, taking that uh, leap, as they say. And uh, I also think another interesting thing is relationships that people are aware of their partner having another partner. I think that's interesting. Now, the only reason why I say this is because you know that the other person is with someone and you just continue to stay in this toxic triangle. That's all it is, is a toxic triangle. And it's, it's really something to behold when an older person does it because it's like, this is stuff that kids do. This is stuff that kids do. This is not stuff that well-established older people do. And it kind of upsets me because it's someone who I always thought was not going to take any crap from anybody, but here we are. Um, I, I don't care for it. My people I know don't care for it. And um, I can't say names again because not really wanting to break any kind of secrecy or trust or respect or anything like that, whatever. But I think it's crazy that this is what we're allowing to happen in our gender, let's say, because a lot of females just are doing some crazy things these days in relationships and just allowing certain things to happen. Um, I think we need to like shape up. I really do. I think we should not put up with anything less than what we're worth. And I think we really need to re-examine some things. Um, I really think that it's really sketchy when people do things to hurt other people and say that they, that it's their fault. Like, you ever get that one person that cheats and is just like, oh, well, if you'd done this, maybe I wouldn't have strayed. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's despicable. Don't blame someone else for a problem that, you know, for a problem you created. I think that's a little bit selfish and immature. Um, just, you know, take responsibility for something you did. Say, I did it and I'm sorry. And then they either make the decision from there to stay with you or not. That's all. They can walk away or they can stay. Also, another thing I think is interesting, speaking of social media and relationships and whatever, I think it's so interesting when people like to run their mouth on Facebook. You ever think that's funny? Because that person that runs their mouth on Facebook definitely doesn't do it in public when they see you. When they see you in public, they look the other way, which I think is so funny because it was like, that's not what you said on this date and this time. That's up there with like screenshotting. I think that's what that is. That's up there with screenshotting, being a Facebook thug. Like, I know people who are about that life and have, like, will have people catch their hands. Like, you want to catch these hands? 
exactly what I see on Facebook is exactly who they are in person, which is awesome. Awesome stuff to behold. And I always get all the information because I think it's so funny. (laughs) And I always laugh and I try and make other people laugh and feel better. Like Facebook thugs are just so funny because it's like, okay, I'm here now. What are you going to do? I don't do Facebook thuggery. I don't talk crap because I don't care. I don't care. What I do care about is your relationships. That's what I care about because it's so interesting to me because sometimes I'll be fed information that doesn't add up on Facebook. And then it's like, how can you say these things and do something else? Is that what Facebook is about now? Now we just pretend? I post memes all day. I'm not pretending anything. (laughs) I think it's funny. If I see a picture or a link or something and I want to share it with people, I share it. You know why? Because I care about you guys. (laughs) Like, I care. I want to make people laugh. I think that's great when you can use a platform to make people laugh. And speaking of platforms, what is happening with Twitch? What is happening with Twitch? I have seen nothing but drama on Twitter and everything else on Twitch these days. I was reading an article on BuzzFeed earlier about this woman who was trying to normalize breastfeeding on streams. Now, you know, that's fine. Whatever. Like, I get it. Breastfeeding is beautiful. And we're all trying to get it, like, approved by everybody. Why are we fighting for everyone's approval of breastfeeding? What is this? We're fighting for approval of breastfeeding. I will never understand why this is such an issue. Breastfeeding is beautiful. Do I want to see it on your stream? Probably not. Because you know what? Twitch is a platform for other streamers to build their name and build their empire. Why are you trying to take that away from people? I stream. My streams are so boring, but they're so much fun at the same time because all I do is sit and talk to myself. I sit and talk to myself and you guys get the benefit of watching that. I think that's great. This chick was interviewed by a friend. They're both beautiful. They're both models. I think her name was like Heather Kentz or something like that. She is beautiful. Okay. She was trying to incorporate breastfeeding into her streams to normalize it. Now, like I said, it's beautiful. It's a private, intimate moment, though, that you do not need to share with your millions of followers or whatever you got going on. I think that breastfeeding should be kept at home in the privacy of your room because it's beautiful and it's a one-on-one experience. And I think that it's an invasion of privacy. If you are showing your whole boob to everybody with your child's head on it, Like, it's whatever. It's you. Do you, boo. I have no problem with that. But don't get mad when they take it off of your stream. When they cut it. I don't get mad when they take music out that I was playing in the background. They take the audio out. There's terms of service for a reason. Now, she said she looked it up and that breastfeeding didn't fit any of the criteria in the terms of service. Well, now they're going to put that in there. And you know why? Because you did that. Because you did that. Now... It may not have been a sexual act or anything. It's whatever. It's breastfeeding. We, women who have had kids do it everywhere. Okay? It's not an issue. Okay? What is the issue is you're getting upset because a platform which allows you to do this thing, stream your life, whatever, 
got upset with you because you decided to push the boundaries. You got upset with them because they took it out. How can you get upset over something that is them covering their butts? Explain that. You can't. You didn't violate anything. It wasn't a sexual act. But, you know, just keep it to yourself. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I am not a woman hater. I am not a breast I'm not against breastfeeding. But keep that to yourself. You you were doing an interview out of courtesy to the person available to you during that time of day, which is fine. But at the same time, that's something that should be left to an intimate behind closed doors moment and you thought people were going to support it. Some of them did. But some of them didn't. And then you got derogatory comments and you wanted to know why. Because we're not trying to sexualize women on camera anymore. And there's so many women on stream who do that, who get the props and whatever, because their boobs hang out or whatever. People are not watching them for the games, though. I'm humble. I know a lot of other female streamers who are humble. And they're covered up. And they get views or they don't. And they don't cry or bitch about it. They just have a good time. And I think that's awesome, too. But you can't get mad when men send you comments like that because you're putting yourself out there. You're putting your body out there. Like, maybe just not. Like, can we not, as women, do this? You want us to be, like, equals and everything, but you also want to dress slutty and everything, and that's how you get your views and build your empire. And then when you cover up or when you don't put makeup on, people stop watching. And then you wonder why. You wonder where all your views came from. Honey, I do not wonder where your views came from. I know. I follow a lot of female streamers who don't cover up. One of them has like super cleavage going on and she gets all the views. And I watched when she started from nothing. So she must have hyped up her makeup or hair game or something because now she's going wild. Oof, that was a lot to spit out. But I have like so many questions about so many things I see every day with my two eyes. I just can't. We bounced around from relationships to infidelity to streaming, and I don't even know how we got there, but I think I got off on a tangent a couple times. Um, But I don't understand how people can get so silly about things that make perfect sense to me. Some things make perfect sense to me. Not everyone may agree with my view, and that's fine. But the reason why I have started to do this podcast is because I want to build my empire, and I want to do it without having to show skin. I want to be funny, I want to entertain people, and I want people to understand that, you know, not everything is all about looks and appearances. I mean, if you start following me on my social media, which is, my names are CocoBB30, if you want to watch me stream every now and then, you'll see what I look like. And I can't guarantee it's going to be great, but I can guarantee you will laugh. And, you know, I just want people to be part of my community. Bart? (laughs) From The Simpsons? (laughs) Anyway, so I really enjoy talking. I do. It's just public speaking, not so much. Not so much. I had a communications class and sweating, sweating bullets. Who even came up with that as a term, sweating bullets? I might have to look that up for my next one. Um, Sweating, sweating and like hands trembling and like just tremors, body tremors, because I can't speak in front of people. But I can do it on here and, you know, hopefully make perfect sense. I hope it sounds okay. If it doesn't, I mean, it's my first one. So, you know, give me a break. It'll get better, I'm sure. Um, And I just have no idea what to name this podcast. So if anyone has any ideas, that would be great. Maybe it'll be something with Coco. Maybe it won't. Um, 
yeah so if you had fun listening to this become a subscriber and I'll try and bring you new content each week or whenever I feel like it it might be more than once a week it might not be but I really enjoyed doing this I got a lot of things off my chest and instead of writing it in a diary it feels better to speak about it even though I'm sure you heard a lot of noise in the background which I'm really sorry for I have a neighbor upstairs and I live on a really busy street um but I hope you enjoyed this and I'm surprised I was able to carry it on for as long as I was but um We haven't hit the 30-minute mark yet, but I want to hit it so bad. So let's see what else I can cram into here really quick that makes sense. Oh, also, Instagram. Can you random people that are doing sexy stuff on Instagram stop adding people? I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. And I don't add people that I don't know who they are. And it's always something weird because then they go into your DMs and they're like, hey, looking for some fun? No, no. I'm not looking for any kind of fun. Not at all. Why would I be looking for fun on Instagram? I am really just trying to scroll and laugh. Scroll and laugh. That's all I want to do. And then you come up in here with your crazy little sexy little Instagram picture and no thank you. Just a whole lot of no thank you. And it's always women. This is what I mean. Always women. And they're always trying to, oh, sign up for my Snapchat plus or whatever. Like, no. Still no. That's a hard pass all the way. It's just crazy. It's crazy that this is the world we live in now where social media is becoming like one sexual exploitation after another. <laughs> like, can we really just need to stop doing that? And as a society, like, we need women to, like, come together like they do for every other movement and figure out what we can do to better ourselves because I don't understand what's happening lately. I don't understand it. Like, the sexual exploitation of women is just nuts. And it's women doing it now. So it's not only men, it's now women. Which is even crazier, because if anything, women are supposed to support other women and stop throwing their own boobs and vagina out there. Like, it's nothing. Because if you remember, that's supposed to be your privates. And it's not private, it's being made public. And I think we gotta stop that. That has to stop. It is the craziest thing to me. Like, so many crazy things happening, but somehow they all make sense to just work it out. If people would actually use filtering in their mind instead of their Snapchat pictures, so that we really see what you look like, troll face, maybe we'd have, like, clearer perceptions of each other. Like, clearer visuals, if that makes sense. Because nobody's being clear about who they are as a person. And that sucks. It really does suck. But anyway, we finally hit the 30-minute mark. Yay! My tongue feels so dry, even though it sounds like there's a lot of spit in my mouth. Anyway, that's gross. But um, thank you for listening. And if you want to hear more of this, you know, feel free to comment. And um, I hope to provide some more content for you guys. Have a good night, everybody. And keep cool.